Welcome to the Raymond Tamaklo podcast. You are about to listen to a message as preached by the senior pastor and founder of Love Springs International Church, Nairobi, Kenya. Reverend Raymond Tamaklo is a missionary to the nation of Kenya. He is an author and a church planter. Reverend Raymond Tamaklo has a passion of raising pastors and shepherds who delight in the work of God. He has dedicated fairly all his life to the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ, doing exactly this. He believes in ensuring that the Word of God is preached to all because each and every soul is precious and important to God. This podcast will reignite your love for God and His work and will work out times of refreshing in your life. Now, get ready to be blessed as you listen to the soul-saving Word of God expertly handled by Reverend Raymond Tamaklo of the Love Springs International Church Headquarters, Nairobi. Be transformed as you listen. Your background should tell you what not to do to your children. Do you want to listen to more of this transformative message? Join Apostle Raymond Tamaklo for the teachings taught on Father's Day on how to recognize and receive different fathers in different seasons of your life. Now, the message. Before we teach the word, I want us to pray that today's teaching will impact your life. It will transform your life. Is that my... Hey. <laughs> Okay, we'll come back to that. (laughs) Right now, let us pray. I want us to pray that our lives will be imparted by his word that is coming. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you a hearing heart. To give you an understanding heart. Ask for a hearing ear. That is an ear that hears and assimilate what it hears. Lift your voice and pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Yes, Lord. Pray for yourself, child of God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yande mele sembre dos talamahandias. Zembe reso kapoye malama mamaha. Karedele me candidias kalosko amazaza. Isende limbre disco parie dalia. Iroba riandarama simbre cosco paries. Irome remeremere terias cabalamahandia baha. Iloma rebere sempalia. Come on, child of God, pray for a heart that hears, a heart that understands. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. We give you praise, Holy Spirit. Impart on our minds. Impart on our hearts today. Send forth your word. That Lord, we may be able to comprehend. That for which you apprehended us. In the name of your son, Jesus. Father, give us understanding hearts. Hearing ears. Seeing eyes. May we have eyes that see, ears that hear, hearts that understands, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you. 
we receive the answer to this cry, to these prayers, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Please do have your seats. God bless you. Today is Father's Day. So I'm going to teach about fathers. Amen. And um, I don't want to say you regret you came. So I'll say you will be blessed you came. Do you understand? I believe so. Now, I want to teach on how to recognize and receive different fathers at different seasons of life. How to recognize and receive different fathers at different seasons of life of life. Amen? But before I go into that, um, I came across an article. I think it should set the tone for my teaching. Um, Yes. Um, an article written by a Kenyan, I think for the nation, uh, I came across it at dawn, not yesterday at dawn. When I woke up to read, I came across this article. I feel I should read it to you even before I teach, all right? The article is entitled, Man Talk. Does Kenya have... A fatherhood crisis. And he says, If you throw a stone in present day Nairobi today, you might fracture the skull of a baby daddy. Do you know what that means? Do you know what that means? It's already hot, eh? Do you know what that means? You see, that's I said. I didn't want to say you regret you came. You see, I have to read this because it's written by somebody from here. Do you understand? So I need you to understand this. In fact, I can even read the article and we close. Then, if you know the guy, you go and tell him. My father read your. My spiritual father read your. Yes, it's written by a guy called Eddie Ashoya. In case you know him. Okay. Ashoya. He says, if you throw a stone in present day Nairobi today, you might fracture the skull of a baby daddy. Do you know what that means? Do you know what that means? Because some of you just read words. You don't know the meaning of what you're reading. (laughs) What he means by that simple word is that 
like he's not saying if you throw a stone it will hit a baby daddy. That's not what he means. The probability when you throw a stone that it will hit the head of a man is less. You're likely going to miss unless you're low, trained, <laughs> trained low. You do understand? Or you're a Benjamite. Then you may not miss your target. But the probability that you just threw a stone and that it will hit the head of a man is less likely. Alright? But he's saying that if today you throw a stone in present day Nairobi, you will fracture the head of a baby daddy. What he's saying in essence is that there is so much baby daddies that you will not miss. Do you understand? Yeah, there's so many that you will hit one. In fact, if you are not even intending to hit one, you will hit one. You fracture the head of one. (laughs) Do you understand? So, that's how high the statistics is. That you are likely to fracture the head of one. Why? Because they are numerous. Huh? Okay. You don't like the article already. (laughs) I should jump the article. (laughs) Today is going to be hot. (laughs) There's an old saying that the role of a journalist is to afflict the comfortable and comfort the afflicted. I don't know about that. (laughs) But that saying needs to be updated to the Pro Max version of 2023. What's saying? To afflict the comfortable and to comfort the afflicted. You must now update it to Pro Max version 2023. You get the point now? The role of a journalist is to afflict, period. So, where are my whips? Okay, maybe not whips, because someone else has co-opted that word. Ego, where are my lashes? Do you know the meaning of ego? E-R-G-O. Did you even know what I had pronounced? He says, okay, maybe not whips, because someone else has co-opted that word. Ego, where are my lashes? Ego just means um, Wherefore, or for that matter, do you understand? Yes, you can use it when you go somewhere. You sound very intelligent. Yes. <laughs> Here I go. Where are my lashes? I'm lashing out because tomorrow is Father's Day, so it was released yesterday. Then, but if you can't tell that we are sliding down a precipice of a fatherhood apocalypse. Then I only have one question for you. How heavy is that rock you've been living under? I've done many projects in central Kenya. 
and always nulled when I met men who chose to keep their mother's name as their surname. History has taught us that Kikuyu was a matriarchal tribe. The Gikuyu and Mumbi daughters married the nine men. The man is in inverted quotes here. History too needs to check its notes because it's not just the daughters from the mountain. All around, women are leading homes. She leads Africa. No, she leads everywhere. So when you meet a man and he's called Wanjiru, do you understand? He's called Waithera. Uh, you see them? Hmm? He's called, is Ndungu a woman's name? Ndungu. <laughs> I wanted to use it badly. <laughs> he's called a boy. Uh, and he's a man. He's carrying his mother's name. Okay? At the risk of reductionism, there is a crisis of masculinity that either you are from a single home or dating a lady with daddy issues or both. Are you following the article? Or because you're already offended, you've thrown that article away. I'm going back. All around, women are leading homes. She leads Africa. No, she leads everywhere. I think today's service men should pay attention. At the risk of reductionism, reductionism is simply the theory where you narrow down something. But he doesn't want to play into that. He says there is a crisis of masculinity that either, so this is the crisis. The crisis is that you are either from a single family. You, this is the level of crisis. That you are either from a single family or you are a man. You are dating a lady with daddy issues. Eh? Daddy issues. Or both. That she's either from a single home and plus having daddy issues. You get the point now? I, I don't know you. I haven't called your name. I'm reading an article. I've also showed you who wrote the article. He's called Ashoya. <laughs> He's a Luque senior brother. Okay. So if you look for the guy, just look for a Luque. He'll take you to the senior brother. As I've grown older, I'm trying to be a boyfriend, then husband. He puts into, um, um, cop, into bracket, husband. Not someone whom you call daddy and actually mean it. 
It is the same reason a man stroke woman, all will go to church and start calling the pastor mom, dad. We gravitate toward what we lack the most. Since June 19, 1910, when the first Father's Day was marked, I, I think I actually believe he got it wrong. Must be 1909 instead of 1910. Anyway, it's debatable. When the first Father's Day was marked, a lot has changed. One in 20 children has lost a father, while one in hundred children only has the father alive. Breathe in for a minute. One in 20 children, all right, has lost a father. So if you take 20 children, okay, one in 20 of them have lost what? A father. Through maybe an accident, sickness, death, you know, they've lost a father. The, the person doesn't exist. Whereas, one in hundred children only has the father alive. So, one out of a hundred, the father is alive. Do you get it? It needn't be, but needless to say, a majority of men in prison grew up in a fatherless home. Majority of men, if you go to committee today, the men at committee, majority, they grew up in a home where there is or there was no father. Are you following? So if you have a child you have run away from, you are the father of a future prisoner. The the statistics will come, don't worry. Yes. Why? Because you have abdicated your duty. So he says... But needless to say, a majority of men in prison grew up in a fatherless home. One of those Halley's comment moment when the symptom is also the sign of the disease. The medics will tell us. This according to a study of Kenyan, Kenyan's main prisons that found, watch this. So they've done a study of Kenyan's uh, main prisons. So we're talking of Kamiti. We're talking of Kodiaga. Eh? So the main prisons. Do you understand? What did they find? Watch this. They found that at least 46% of all inmates were fatherless or came from broken families. Of all the men in Kenyan prisons, all right, there were just 4%, Belisa, you are the people who do these statistics, 4% shy of 50% 
that all of them came from broken homes or from fatherless homes. Which means that give or take 50%. Do you understand? 50% of men in prison in this country today, they come from homes where it was broken so the father left or homes without fathers. Are you listening? I don't know why you're offended. And this thing came from here. I'm reading something from here. <laughs> An article from here. Now, in America, these statistics get worse. Did you get it? In America, these statistics get worse. So if, as we speak, America's statistics, when it comes to the role of fathers has made almost every young black man, black young man, go to prison because of the absence of fathers. This, that is where Kenya is heading. Because as it is now, in the main prisons across Kenya, 46% of the prisoners have come from homes without fathers. Are you here? There is no shortage of men in Kenya. Is there a shortage? Is there a shortage? Jackie, is there a shortage? <laughs> What's that word I always keep pronouncing wrongly? Tupu or putu? Tupu. 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 There are plenty. Pure. Oh, not plenty. Wengi. Eh? Is there a shortage of men? Sisters, is there a shortage of men? Not at all, isn't it? There is no shortage of men in Kenya. But rarely do we hear of men, collectives that play father figures in society. So there's no shortage of men. But that they are fathers is the problem. Mandela, are you hearing me? We haven't earned the right to be called father. So we mishandle the word as if it were a hot potato. I do not sneer at the privilege I've had To have fathers around me. From my biological father to high school. Where I sheltered under the wings of karaoke. The school messenger and electrician. Who tripled as my accountant and soundboard in matters letter writing. In campus where I have lecturers who became friends. And later in employment. Men who guided me. And open up their networks, earning me so much needed social capital. Bracket, it doesn't matter who you know, but who knows you. Now, fatherhood has been left as the preserve of church based men's program. Today, if you want to see fatherhood, you go to church based programs. Huh? such as the sought-after 
Man Enough Program by Mavuno co-founder and pastor Simon Mbevi. The Kenyan Anglican Men's Association, Kama, also takes a stab at men and leadership, as does my church too, which I shall refrain to mention because my pastor reads this paper and we don't know each other like that. <laughs> when I read that part, I thought he was in this church because this is exactly how my church members behave. Careful. <laughs> no relationship. He goes to the church, but stand there. I'll stand here. I'm, I'm safer when you are standing there. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> he says, didn't the tortoise, okay, tortoise, for you, tortoise, didn't the tortoise say, let me read it as I, didn't the tortoise say, that it always travels with its musical instrument in case it meets other musicians. Look, it is time we reimagine fatherhood in this nation. The nuclear family unit is detonating. And while the prophet calls out in the desert, the people are turning a deaf ear. Me, I've been a prophet in this church and I've been calling. But they've turned what? The world has moved and we have not moved on with it. Women's autonomy has rendered the role of the man capricious. Women autonomy. Let's stop there. What he's saying is part of the problem is this desire of women to be independent. To be autonomous. I want to sleep when I feel like sleeping. Therefore, I don't need any man in my life. Oh, now you say amen. No, he's saying that women's autonomy, okay, that is this freedom that women want to have is, has rendered the role of the man capricious. In the past, we will get married and have a family. Now, it's much more common to give her belle and talk co-parenting. Is here. Oh. The belle is here. Yes, the belle is here. Yes. Now, it's much more common to give her belle and talk what? Co-parenting. The child will be with me, but see what you can do as the daddy. Huh? Do you understand? Yes. So, this, uh, many young ladies today don't want to have a man in their lives. They only want sperm donation. Then when the baby comes, let's talk how we will parent. Weekends at your place, 
weekday at mine. Come for them once in a while. Take them out. Shop for them. I'll keep them. We'll talk co-parenting. So, he says in the past, people will marry and they will have children. Today, today, they will give you pregnancy and then we talk, how do we take care of the children? Now, if you've been long in this church, you will know that I've been addressing an issue I have seen way beyond you. Because this is one of the church I talk a lot about this same issue. I'm not reading an article to validate what I've been teaching, but to show you that, you see, the Bible says that out um, by the mouth of two or three witnesses, a matter is established. So politicians are waking up to the realization that the nuclear family unit that is being destroyed is causing so many problems. The the people I'm talking to today are the perpetrators of this evil. They are seated here and looking at me. You are not victims. Some of you were victims, but you have now become a perpetrator yourselves. I'm shouting on you. (laughs) How do you come from a broken home? See, today I'm going to very blunt and I close. And then I disappear before you look for me to stone me. (laughs) How do you come from a broken home? And listen, I have it in my heart to knock you out. Some of you be seated down there, but we're going to knock out. (laughs) How do you come from a broken home? Come from a fatherless home? And because of that, you have suffered so many things in your life. And it hasn't taught you that. That cannot be what you do to a child that you call your own. So now, you have forgotten what you went through in the absence of a father and you, today, are inflicting the same wounds inflicted on you on another boy or on another girl. But then you come to church and you are lifting your hands and you are praying, bless me Lord. He's he's not going to bless you. Your background should have taught you better that I will not make the same mistake my father did. So I'm not talking to victims. I'm talking to graduated victims. Many of you today are now perpetrators of the evil that was inflicted on you by your father's. How is it, young lady, that your mother had a man that abandoned her? And because of the absence of your father, you were taken.
taken advantage of. You were abused. All kinds of things were done to you. Young lady, it hasn't taught you that you should make a vow that I will give my child a responsible father. No, you've gone on your jamboree and happy-go-lucky life and you are you have created the same mess that was created in your life. I didn't have a father. I didn't have a father. My father died when I was eight, nine years. So I told myself, I'll be a good father to my children. I went to school and I saw fathers come to pick their children. I felt, then I was not an orphan, but I felt like I had a lot missing in my life. One of the days it hit me that I didn't have a father. Do you want to know? It was either on a Wednesday or on a Thursday evening. And I was going for scripture union. I was in a scripture union. So the assembly hall in my senior high school is just by the road that drives through the school. And I saw my uncle, that is my father's brother, driving out. So we're waiting for the students to come from the dining hall and come for service, for scripture union service. And I saw my uncle driving out of the school in his brand new pickup, bought by where he works. He's the parastatal he works for. And I said, that's my uncle. And he drove. It was not visiting day. It was a weekday. And he drove out. So two days after I met my cousin. And then we were talking. And then he said, daddy was here. Was he yesterday or two days ago? But I saw him. I didn't tell him that I saw your, your father. Then I knew that I was, I didn't have a father. All those things made me decide that I would be a good father to my children. The only thing that would take me from their life is death. I said the only thing that would take me from their life is death. So you see, you can't suffer what you have suffered and you are living recklessly. You are having sex recklessly all over the place. You are producing babies all over the place and you are not mindful of what you are inflicting on the life of the children you're giving birth to. And the church was quiet. And I haven't finished the article. So, ladies, in as much as you want freedom, also know the cost of your freedom. Count the cost. I don't need any man in my life. Shut up. You are no wiser than God. I don't need any man telling me to cook this for him, to do this for him, to do that for him, to tell him, sleep, do this, wake up. I don't need any man. 
But then you say, well, when I want babies, I know how I'll get babies. Now that, he says, has rendered the role of the man capricious. Are you here? In the past, we will get married and have family. And have what? Family. Now it's much more common to give her belly and talk co-parenting. It's not ideal if we were living in an ideal world. We will not be living in this world. Maybe this is the prick to conscience that will spare to action. If you throw a stone in present day Nairobi today, you might fracture the skull of a baby daddy because after Fanny Parks and Savard Dior, Nairobi is dripping with an avalanche of baby daddies. Do you know what an avalanche is? Nairobi is dripping, do you understand? With an avalanche of baby daddies. For the avoidance of doubt, I'm not one yet. So you see, what he's saying is, it's just a matter of time. I'm not one yet. Are you listening to me? Some of you young men here, seated innocently and looking at me, you're already baby daddies. You are part of the avalanche. Who told you you can live like that? Young man, I'm talking to you. Who told you you can live like that? They lied to you. You have no business putting your hand around girls. Sweet talking them to get into their pants and you have no mind to marry them. Who told you you can live like that? And some of you sisters, when they put their hand around you are happy. Can, can you see a useless girl? Can, 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 can you see a useless girl? That me who is teaching like this. That when, when, I, when they close, they tell, don't mind apostle. Do you know what it takes? You see, pregnancy, and I think the, the lady pastors may have said it once or twice. Pregnancy never changes the course and the direction of boys. It changes your course and your direction as a girl. So you could have been on your way to becoming a pharmacist, but pregnancy will reduce you to a house girl. The reason boys can afford to be reckless is that they don't go anywhere carrying belly and carrying it for nine months and taking two to three years of their life to nurture a life. It changes the course and the direction of a girl. It doesn't touch a boy. It doesn't change in any. If he wants to get up today and go and live in Kisumu, he'll do it. So who should be more wiser? The girl. But they are the fools. 
Ah, today is insulting, insulting us. Hey, keep quiet then. Let me insult you. Days, they, the boys don't even do much. At least there was a time you could blame the boys. You know, there was a time pass you blame the boys because they go through a lot of effort, you know, to get the girls. These days, they don't go through so much. So, I am saying something to you and if it offends you, do something about your life. You see, this thing where you hate the messenger, eh? Ukonashida. <laughs> Do you understand? I'm, I'm just the messenger. No, the message is the important thing here. What I might tell you, what I'm saying to you is that if James comes with sweet words and he's holding your waist and you are dead, oh, don't touch whatever he's plotting to do when he's done it and the consequences have come I'm telling you young lady that it doesn't affect him one bit but you it will change the course of your entire life forever Valerie are you listening to me your dream to become a doctor will be shattered. Your dream to become a lawyer will be shattered. These boys will move to the next girl. Listen, go and cry in the house when I finish preaching. <laughs> he will go on to become a doctor. If that's what he wants to be, he'll go on to become a lawyer. If that's what he wants to be, he'll go to become a pharmacist. If that's what, he'll go on to become whatever he wants to become. Meanwhile, his joystick has created crisis for your life forever. I grew up in a time when you mistakenly touch a girl's breast, now slap, you go collect. in a time like that. But these sisters of today, I wonder, why is nobody touching my breast? And I have boobs. Nobody is touching my boobs. I said, you'll cry in the house after the preaching. Reserve your tears for when you get home. in a time girls were afraid to sit with boys in the, on the same desk. Help me preach, sister. Now the girls go and sit on the boys. <laughs> I should forget the desk. Yes, on the boys. There is a soft lap you are sitting on wood. Africa, come and sit here. Are you listening? In fact, the article that you just helped me to deliver a Father's Day message. Even if I don't go into what I told you I'll do, I, I do and I go. Amen? 
<laughs> you have no business. You have no business living like that. One of the things I notice is how it's like single parenthood became a fashion. Yeah, just get a baby. Hey, let me tell you something, young ladies. No matter how old you're getting, I'm your pastor. Listen to this. Wait. Don't fall for this societal pressure. If God is giving you a man at 45, it's because he knows that it's not too late for you. Fear boys who have sweet words. Is it? I know you didn't believe what I'm saying. Wakona Sali. Young girl. Is it today? I said to myself this dawn that some of you in your 50s going to your 60s is when you will wish Apostle was alive and you come and tell him, Apostle, I should have listened to you. I used to wonder when I came to Kenya, I used to wonder why all the older people I met had sordid tales of their lives. I used to wonder when I came to Kenya, I've never met such a sorry sight where older people, older men, older women, they tell me stories of regrets of their lives until I have pastored you for 15 years and I've understood why. Nobody listens. They go on with their lives, making reckless decisions, doing whatever pleases them until 60. And then it dawns on them. This is not the way. So whatever I'm teaching you, you can sit in this church and toy with it. You can laugh. You can, you can make me look like I'm too fanatic. But I'm telling you, young lady, no matter how the clock is ticking, and sometimes it makes so much noise, the clock, the, 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 the sound is amplified. You may think it's too late for you. I am telling you, wait. Don't make that mistake. God that called you, he's not a fool. He's an omniscient God. He knows everything from the beginning. So for those of you who are 21, 19, and you are rushing, I'm wondering, where are you going? You have not finished school. You, your record of boyfriends has outweighed the number of courses you have done. Hmm. True or not true? If we're talking about biology, we're talking about this. You have done more boyfriend courses than you have done philosophical courses or than you have done biology or virology. You have done more courses in boyfriend, boyfriendism. Hmm. 
done, you have done to enrich upstairs. You have enriched your middle and your upstairs is not enriched. And they're angry at me. Huh. They're angry. The people here are angry at me. So I'm going to stand here and I'm going to talk to them. Uh, 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 your cup is like my... Okay. <laughs> I see people are now prophetic. Huh. They are angry around here. You haven't made anything of your life. You say you have a man. Our mothers used to finish school, get jobs before they think now who will come around. You, you don't want to finish anything. If you like Scorn at my message. It won't stop the truth. And hear this. Whether you like it or not, one day you'll be reminded that somebody cared enough and told you the truth. We have boys becoming fathers without knowing what being a father means. So you say he you go you ride off in the sunset. You you'll be on lockdown for about it take you see what started like sweet talk. Oh I love you, babe. You are babe. You, you want me to put you on my status? I'll put you on my status. Just so you know that any you are the only one. Yeah, you are my profile picture. What you don't know is that he has blocked everybody. You are the only one seeing that you are the only one. What you don't know is that that day you were on status, everybody else has been blocked. You are the only person viewing the status. So now, what started as sweet talk, whatever... Averagely, you can correct me if I'm wrong. It, and then it results in belly. It locks down a woman for not less than five years. One year for pregnancy, right? Nine months. You can't leave your baby under one year, two years. So two to three years. Then he, she, he or she starts school at three. That's four years of your life wiped out of your entire years. And he's moving on. In that four years, he's got his degree. Valerie, listen to me. In that four years, he's gotten his degree. In that four years, your brain has not advanced even one step. In that four years, your breast has been deflated. In that four years, your body shape has been altered because 
pregnancy changes everything about you. He's gone off in the sunset. He's got his degree. He's looking at his masters. That would take him one year. One and a half years. Right? To get. So, he's done his degree. He's done his masters. And he looks at you and you're hopeless. So now, he's looking for another fresh meat. So you are going to say, oh, because we have a baby, he must. He says, no, that, I didn't offer you any deal. I'm talking to girls now. So when boys talk to you, use your head. Stop using your waist. Stop using your bum bum. Stop using your breast. When they talk, use your brain. You are useless and you are washing a boy's clothes. Can you see your use level of you? you, you, you you're useless and you're washing his plates. You're useless and you're washing his boxes. I, okay, it's not going to be a nice service. I, I, I intend to say wilder things than I'm, 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 just, I'm just warming up. You're useless. You have no career. You have chosen one to wash a boy's boxes. Has he married you? And then it's you who is walking around thinking this is the life. I'm living a life. What you lack is common sense. He's going to go on and become anything he wants to become. There's not a single day the image of my daughter doesn't like leaves my eyes or my mind's eye. I'm fighting and I'm watching that she has finished school and she's in the university. I'm fighting because between now and then is when people like this show up. And they show up to stop your dreams and to kill your dreams. So don't, you see, right now there's a boy who is pouring a sally in your ears. So I sound like a broken record. I sound old fashioned. There's nothing like old fashioned. Right is right in 2023 and right is, was right in 1975. The truth doesn't change. Because of the times we live in, it doesn't change. Purity, go home and sleep, please. Go home and sleep, please. Somebody help her to go home. You're free, please. Release yourself. This is not a prison. You see, be bold in your decisions. Tell yourself, today is Sunday, but I'm sleeping. Apostle can go to hell. I mean, be bold in your decisions. (laughs) 
Listen, what I'm saying to you, these young men, they don't want me to say it. Ah, no, no, no. Ah, wait, oh. You think because he hired a room and took you and you are living together, you've arrived. Ah, what is in that room? Wait, 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 wait. What is the most expensive thing in that room? I think somebody needs to open your senses and I'm trying to do that. I said, what is the most expensive thing in that room? It means nothing. Because he can get up one day and disappear. The things, there are only sufurias in the room. desire of women they don't, they don't know it all. many women mistake love as their greatest desire it's not true love is not your greatest desire who fooled you love is not your greatest desire you don't have love as your greatest desire you see that's why you, you get it wrong your greatest desire as a woman is security, not love. <laughs> Only the ladies have done that. The boys don't understand. So I'm going to hit a notch higher. Listen to this. It is security and not love. That is why if he's not married you and put a ring on your finger, you don't have security. It doesn't matter how much asali you lick. If he takes pictures with you, it's not security. Mandela, I'm talking to you. If the mother knows you, it's not security. If the father knows you, it's not security. You are not the first girl he's bringing home. They're actually hoping you are the last. You may joke with what I'm teaching you. So, you as a young lady must fight for a man that gives you security. And you see, that security extends from you to your children. So, this thing that you're going around about town, you know, under trees, you are kissing under trees. If you watch National Geographic, you realize that you are no different from the animals that are roaming in the plains of the Serengeti and all that. It's no different. You need security at home. 
That's why I pity young ladies who disrespect their mothers because of a boy. Because of a boy, you've insulted your mother. They are here listening to me. They are here listening to me. Because of a boy, you fought, you physically fought with your mother because of a boy who doesn't even offer you anything. In my home, the person who will do damage is my son. The person who will be damaged is my daughter. Yes, boys go on damage spree. Yes, they go on damage spree. I don't even. I, I, I really wonder. You know, if he brings Bele, it has happened. But I know the impact of Bele on my girl. Someone is listening to me. Some of you say, oh yeah, if Bele is the problem, there's abortion. You see, before you heard this message, you have aborted five times. Hey, you have aborted your womb already. The next one may be what? May be aborting your womb. So stop looking at me and I'll just get rid of it. You may be getting rid of your womb. At the risk of your life. So stop reasoning like you don't have common sense. And receive the message with humility. Is the reason all these young men here are not in a hurry to marry. Is the reason. Is the reason I don't have weddings planned for 2023. All these young men here are fully satisfied. And what I'm talking looks like I'm speaking Latin to them because they know how oh, we're going to get out and we're going to get it. We're going to get it. Yeah. Wanakula, motomoto. They're not in a hurry. I should have young men in this church begging me for a date for my wedding. I mean, I'm going to say it the way it's supposed to be said. (laughs) Together with crocs, crocs, together with crocs and sad dogs in apartments, into bracket, poor dogs, we have normalized a culture of irresponsibility and doing what okay so he's put it this way see if you can put it on the screen the way I'll say it doing dash what dash you dash wantisms I hope you got it so let me read it now or let me give you once again then I read it in a sentence you put it there we have normalized a culture of irresponsibility and doing Dash, what, dash, you, dash, wantisms. Who is there? Didn't you go for lecture? <laughs> Didn't you go for a lecture in your life? Who is that? <laughs> this 
is not senior high school. This is a university. Yes, my, my university lecturer told me, here we don't teach, we lecture. There's a difference. Yes. This is not senior high. Charlie, put the thing there. This is university. The lecturer says it and you reproduce it. <laughs> okay, they still haven't gotten it. Doing dash what dash you dash wantisms. Is your problem wantism? Want, want, want. W-A-N-T-I-S-M-S. Wantisms. <laughs> when I tell you upgrade yourself, you don't want to upgrade yourself. Good. So he says, together with crocs. Unajua crocs. You find a lot of them in the apartments. Yes. I, I didn't know crocs were by the way, crocs are nice. I used to wear I used to see people wear crocs. And I'm like, I will never wear this in my life. Yeah. I never wear this. Until I went home and my daughter gave me her crocs and I, I, I didn't want to ever remove it. <laughs> so I realized that crocs are addictive. Do you understand? She gave me her crocs until I left it. It was mine. Yes, I didn't want to even remove it at all. Yes, they are very addictive. So, so he's saying with crocs, because they like them in the apartment, isn't it? So, with crocs and sad dogs, there are people who buy dogs for their apartments. Yeah, some don't buy, they steal. <laughs> with crocs and sad dogs in apartments, that is into bracket poor dogs, we have normalized a culture of irresponsibility and doing what you want That is the culture of doing what you want is I will do what I want. It is this doing what I should look for this young man and give him an offering. It is doing what you want that has led you on the you are right now. Listen. Only a classless man. I said I'm going to say it. Only a classless man will marry you in your mess. If you get angry, don't come tomorrow. (laughs) What it means is that two idiots have overlooked their irresponsibilities and have decided let's join together. A man with a class will take the mess out of your life first before he marries you. You stop school in class six. He says, I didn't come here to marry a mess. Go back to school. Do you now understand my statement? Only a classless 
will marry you in your mess. I didn't finish university. When he's up, second year, you're going to go back. And you're going to finish. Why? He has class and he has vision. So he wants to marry a graduate. He loves you. Love notwithstanding no. I said, why are you all angry? Uh, (laughs) Love notwithstanding. He wants to marry a graduate. So you stopped in uh, second year. So he says, sweetheart, you're going to finish your uni. Hey, look around and see who is angry. They are the, they are the suspects. <laughs> if you see anybody angry, the person is the suspect. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Where is your degree certificate? Where is your degree? So, I, I didn't write three papers. He's not going to say, well, that, well, you've tried. He's going to say, go and finish it. finish it. Love not withstanding. He's going to first correct the mess in your life. Unless 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 like, uh-huh. how do you say desperate in Swahili? <laughs> this is why I had to say it in the language, desperate. Like he's desperate. He's ab- abjectedly desperate and you are also in the same category. Then nobody cares. Do you understand? Yeah. But if he has attained something, he's going to first improve you. And that's when I lost the church. <laughs> Listen, he didn't finish school. He has no ambition to finish school. Is he now the one going to motivate you to go and finish your own? He's a quitter. He has met another quitter. And so, we are together to Kopamoja. So when you, and, and that's where the, the disconnect comes. When now, like I'm teaching you now, then you wake up. So I'm going to go. and do. You see that the relationship has spoiled. I didn't spoil it all. The message spoiled it. Because you will see right there that Levels have changed. Levels have changed right there. So every young lady, you need a man in your life that will fight for you to become the best version of yourself. Don't just clap for my message, yo. Receive it. 
listen to me? Yeah. So this culture has led people on journeys they should not even have been in the first place. Careful. Can I continue my article? It is the message for the day. Which is manifested. So let me take the sentence. Let me retrace my steps. Together with crocs and sad dogs in apartments. Poor dogs. We have normalized a culture of irresponsibility. And doing what you want isms. Which is manifested in the meteoric rise of deadbeat fathers. So there is a meteoric rise of deadbeat fathers. The Gen Z know what deadbeat fathers are. It's only the other day I knew there's something called deadbeat. Yes. Careful. Even now, 10 to that youngin next to you and ask what they fear most. Youngin. Youngin is a word. I guarantee you, pregnancy is top two. Because people don't fear HIV anymore. Have you read the statistics lately? They are damning. Because anyone can do it with, with everyone, we have progressed into a deliberating bro culture that has debased full-grown men into perpetuated adolescence. Ah, you are pretending you didn't hear the grammar. I'm going to read it again. Nita Soma Paka. No, I'm going to read it till you hear it. Yes, Paka. Yes, that one. <laughs> because anyone can do it with everyone. I pretend you don't understand what he's saying. That's why a boy has slept with different girls in the church and then passed the girl to the next brother. After finishing eating, give it to me. Pass it to me. The one giving it to you is also giving it to me. Yeah. So because everyone, he said, because anyone can do it with everyone, we have progressed. You get it now? We have progressed. As a society, we have what? Progressed into a debilitating bro culture. That has debased full grown men into perpetuated adolescence. What he's saying is that because of the bro culture. Yeah. When boys sleep with a girl, they tell the other boy, that <laughs> Nimekula. Piga pass. So he said we have progressed into what? A debilitating bro culture that has debilitated. 
days full grown men into perpetuated adolescence. What he's saying in a short, in short, in other words is that because of this bro culture, we have men who are refusing to grow. So we have 40 year old men who are still living like they are 19 year olds. They are 18 year olds. They are still teenagers. How do you call a young man who is 28, 27, 29, 30 years and has had marathon sex and is not married? He's behaving like an adolescent and he doesn't want it to pass. Get a wife, settle down and have children the right way and stop this prolonged adolescence. Prolonged or perpetuated adolescence. It has been prolonged like it's never ending. Never ending adolescence. To you, 29, but you still believe you are 19. That is what you call faith. And when it comes to real faith with God, Auna. But you are 40 and believing I'm 19. You call that faith. a young man who is 29 and has not thought of marriage as we speak. He's thought about relationship. He's not thought about settling down. How do you call it? He's 31. He's not thinking about marriage. How do you call it? So this culture has debased men. So the men of today are not the correct version of what men used to be or must be because a lot of men now are men who are still walking in perpetuated adolescence. Because he can wear jeans at 45, he thinks he's 15. Because he can wear sneakers at 47, he thinks he's 17. And you can't send a boy to do a man's job. Hmm. Hmm. Are you listening to me? You can find a young man who is 25, 26, and he behaves like he's 40, 50. So he's a man trapped in a boy's body. And you can find a man who behaves like he's 16. He's a boy trapped in a man's body. Ibra, I hope this is not the reason you left the church. The messages are too strong. Look around you. The brothers who want to marry can't find sisters who want to marry. And the sisters who want to marry can't find brothers who want to marry. The whole thing is a mess. (laughs) 
at your age, you still live in your father's house. The only people who have um, least free tenancy are girls, not boys. Not boys. My son has a tenancy agreement. He doesn't know yet, but he has. I'm not going to tolerate him after, after, after I've done all that I can do. No, he has to go. He's not going to live in my house full bearded. <laughs> There's only one muse, Nimimi. Do you understand? His, his, his lease, that's what I'm looking for. His lease has an aspiration. The only people with no aspiration are girls. My daughter can live in my house, Milele. No, 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 no. Go to your husband's house. I'm not happy in my house. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Girls have um, a lease that has no expiration. Boys must have an expiration for their lease. So I'm watching him. Wherever he is now, he moves to the next level. After the next level, I give him one or two grace period. By the time he finds a job, uh that's it. Then once he finds it, next, when are you married? I'm done. Then one can stay as long as she wants to stay. Mm. Yeah. Until somebody with correct head, Kichwa comes. Now, then it's okay, carry her to yeah if we do that if we do that, our daughters will be shielded and our sons will be hard working and then our daughters will find or meet our hard working sons and they will marry and not play these monkey games There is a father out there that has raised his son, taking him to school. He's finished. He's got a job. He's now looking for just who to marry. And there is a father that has shielded his daughter and kept his daughter. And then he finds her. If we do that, society will become better. Forget these boys who are walking around with a perpetuated erection. I said, forget these young boys who have eaten ugali the size of Mount Kenya and they have a perpetrated erection. An erection that doesn't go down is the only thing they can boast of. Forget this kind. Mandela, look at me well. Are you listening to me? So this has made us and this is where we are. Do you understand? Yeah. I'm not going to teach it. I'm I'm teaching already. I'm just rounding up. (laughs) So it has debased full grown men to what perpetuated adolescence. 
financing each other into the mouths of commitless and lascivious male cards, refusing to live up to the obligation of fatherhood while shaming single mothers. So the same young men, right, who are into commitless relationships. You get it? They are into what? Commit, commitless relationships and lascivious uh, and refusing to live up to the obligations of fatherhood. It is the same young men who now look at single mothers and shame them. You have never committed and married anybody. Yet, when you see a single mother, then you say, I'll never marry a single mother. Avoid single mothers. Right? Yet, it is men like you who create single mothers. Oh, you should clap for the writer. He says, fatherhood, today you came, oh, what, what did your pastor say? Oh, he brought us an article from the nation. Uh, if you like, say it like that. Fatherhood has never been more crucial. What else is there left as a life marker? Provision. We all bring him back to the table. Leadership. I'm the CEO of my own life. Even language is now genderless. Or gender non-conforming. Least you tether with getting cancelled. Only fatherhood is indisputably masculine. Which is why when you ask men. When they became men. They usually answer when they became a father or lost a father. When you ask men when they became a father, they will tell you one or two things. They will tell you when they had a child or when they lost a father. That's when they became. Yes. Not since Moy died has the nation lacked so much in fatherhood. So he's not talking about. They understand state of the nation. Oh, I'm not pronouncing the name more. It's Moy, right? Okay. For all his misgivings, and there were plenty, Moy inculcated a structure of familial relations that was at the core of nationalism. In ignorance lies bliss, and thus Moy was the father of the nation. Baba Wataifa. We felt safe. Being in Moy's presence was a religious experience for the men then. In much the same way, an audience with Pope Francis is to Catholics. Or at least, that's how my own father paints it. Before him, that is Moy, not my father, was the founding father of the nation, Muse. Jomo Kenyatta, which led to his begotten son undoubtedly earning his nickname Kamwana son. Even former Prime Minister Raila Odinga is colloquially known as Baba. 
Such is our fixation with strong masculine leaders. So unknown to you, all right, and brothers, listen to me carefully. This wimp life is not admirable. Ladies, you may think light your softness is not true. They are looking for a masculine man, a masculine leader. This one you are talking, nobody is telling you shut up. It's because there's no male in your life. Somebody has got to tell you, boy, Namaza, you've talked enough. And women don't like stop, to stop talking. Titus, are you listening? When I want to train young men, they run and hide behind their mother's skirt. They are here. They are looking at me. When I want to toughen them, they run and hide by their mother's skirt. They are here looking at me, still yet to be masculine. I came to this country before I turned 30 years. Yes. I was a man in a boy's body. I've had to live my life without a father and a mother. My father died. I was eight to nine years old. My mother died and I was barely 22 years old. You think I have a family that brought food every month? Money every month? No. All some of these young men, they still go and collect money from their mothers. They are here. Mama. Leo, to my fair. They are here. They still collect fare from a woman. Even some of you girls, you're even deceived. That house he's living in, his mother pays the rent. Don't be fooled. His mother is paying the rent. If I don't annoy you before you live here as a man, I didn't do my job. That's, that's someone who is going to be somebody's husband. Do you understand? That's someone who is going to be somebody's what? Husband. I'm yet to meet a young man who says, Apostle, toughen me up. Raise me up. Yeah. Mentor me. Oh yeah. If I did have sons, if I did have sons, where are my pastors? Where are my pastor's sons? If I did have sons, where are my pastor's sons? If I did have, I don't have them. They love what they love and I can't do anything about it. They love their pornography. They love their alcohols. They love their frivolous relationships. They love sex. They don't love what their father does. You see, the, the, the thing about sonship, hear this, is that it's not a biological thing. 
when you read about Jesus, they said, when the prophet was announcing his birth, he said, for unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given. Giving is a relationship. It is not something that comes biologically. So, children are giving, but that relationship of father-son, it is giving. I have two children. I wanted to say two childs. But my English teacher will be very disappointed. <laughs> what one is a male? Do you get it? Now the world doesn't even want you to say that. Yes. One is a male. How do I know he's a male? He has peepees. That's how I know. Let's stop all this nonsense. He has peepees. It makes him a male. But is he a son? Not yet. He will be a son by the relationship I will have with him. Other than that, he is my child. So I have children. But I don't have sons. When you study economics, there are two things you learn. There's something called endogenous variables and exogenous variables. Do you understand? One is internal, one is exo, external, indo, internal. So, by internal mechanisms, I have a child. But the relationship of a son is going to be developed. Do you get it? Yes. That's why parents have children and rarely have relationship with any because that one is work. It doesn't come just because I brought you forth. So a child is born but a son is a giving factor. If you are blessed, you will have a son. I'm not blessed. In fact, I have women who are like sons and I have men who are like my daughters. I wish today is one of those that I cleared that office and they all sit here. I look at them and talk to them. Panim el panim. Ah, what are you talking about? Jesus said, my father worketh, hitherto I work. How do you know a son when his father is working and he's working? <laughs> Jesus is the perfect example of what a son is. His biological father well, biologically not as in procreation, but his guardian was a carpenter. He became a carpenter. His eternal father. And he did, when you read John 8, I can show you. I have not finished the article, but just, I, I pass here small, so you see that he quoted the scripture. 
So let me finish my article. Okay? Let me not go on that theological trend. Such is our physician for strong masculine what? Leaders. For all these men, they are children too are part of the national discourse. So he's mentioned men. And you see that. He's saying that they are children are part of the national discourse. Embodying the transferred status of fatherhood. Do you understand? So if you talk of President Moy, his son is into politics. If you talk of Muzek Kenyatta, his son is into politics. If you talk of Jaramogi Odinga, his son is into politics. So there's a kind of a transferred, do you get it? You are the only one who sits here for five years and nothing has been transferred to you. No impartation has come to you. Sit here and be counting. I've been here for 12 years. There's a tree in my compound. It has been there for 50 years. It hasn't taken a step. What's the difference between you and a tree that is 50 years old? I can hear them. Finish the article and let's go home. (laughs) Now the president must just be a father. Alas, we also have another kind of father. The Mubabas. Who are like fathers. But lewd, honey, and the reason Viagra still sells on account of their pounch test for yellow, yellow, 20 something with the flat bellies of an African rock python. Put that statement on the screen. I see you are following the statement. So start from, um, alas, we also have another kind of father, the Mubabas, who are like fathers. But lewd honey and the reason Viagra still sells on account of their pound test for yellow, yellow 20 somethings with the flat bellies of an African rock python. Mubabas. They are lewd and they are honey. The man is 65 years. He's telling a 21-year-old girl, sell me your nudes. And some of you are seated here. You are sending nudes to people old enough to be your grandfathers. (laughs) Alas, we also have another kind of father, the Mubabas. Who are like fathers? But they are what? Lewd. Send me photo. If you send your shoulder, he says, no. Bado. Not that one. Not that one. He's lewd. Teremu Kachini. Honey. Ever wanting sex. Mubabas. Ever wanting sex. 
The person is 70 years. He still wants to have sex every day. So he says, he's, they are the reason Viagra sells on account of their pouch thirst for yellow, yellow, 20 somethings. They like them yellow. And then they want their bellies flat like the bellies of an African rock python. And you, Mandela. And you, Aloque. And you, Frank. And you, Bernard. And you, Stano. If you don't listen to the prophet, you will be 70 years and you'll be a Mubabas. Lewd and honey. Popping Viagra. Yes, looking for yellow things to quench your pound test. <laughs> With flat bellies like an African rock python. The Mumbabas are contributing factors to why some young ladies don't want to marry. Zidadi. Zidadi. Yeah. You understand? Because the, the money Zidadi is going to give her is more than the young man who can marry her and they start a family can ever afford. So she's not interested. Sugar baby is in Mombasa last week. As we speak, she's planning another trip. Huh? Then he's going to sit with a young man who says God will provide. <laughs> provide what? <laughs> Are you here? Or you've gone home? I think some of you have gone home. <laughs> the dildo of life, however, doesn't come lubed. And soon enough, we must face the hard decisions that in this modern day epoch, no matter how far down the road we kick the can, we must reconstitute what we mean by fatherhood. Yes, the dildo of life. Do you know dildo? dildo. The girls know. The boys don't know it. Yes. Sex toys. They, they are always lubricating sex toys. Hey, there's nothing new under your son. Your mothers before you used to use wood dildos. Wooden dildos. Yes. Wooden. And they push your butter over it. <laughs> There's nothing you another, son. Yeah? All these are part of the reason ladies don't want to marry. And do you hear them? I don't need a man. 
is because you have a wooden dick. I don't need a man. Hey, how can a pastor talk like that? How do you want me to talk? How else do you want me to talk? Yeah. They, they said, they, I don't know if I was wrong, they confiscated a shipping consignment, a container, 40 foot container. And the owners of the product hasn't, have not gone for it. And they listed the, the things they bought. Dildos. Yes. Somebody sent the list to me. I, I don't have my phone here. Have you come across that thing? Omala, do you have it? Yeah. We'll mention your name. Yeah. And then they show you where it is. Yes. You will see that women have ordered dildos. And then few men have also ordered artificial vaginas. You are correct. Alice Anyango. Male organ. <laughs> she ordered male organ. Lynn Mikwana from Nakuru, Nakuru Customs Warehouse. Artificial male organ. Mina Kamau. Nakuru Customs Warehouse. Artificial male organ. Oh, the container is there. Okay. Okay. Rose Njiwa. Male organ. Evelyn Kimunto. Male organ. <laughs> Joseph. Toegan. Joseph. Another Joseph. Toegan. Hanit Sagu. Male organ. Joan. <laughs> Ask me for the second name. Joan. Oh, we should just leave it at that. Joan. Let's leave it at that, okay? <laughs> Male organ. <laughs> Male organ. Juan Njuguna. <laughs> Male what? I want to show you why they say I don't need a man. Asita Juma. Toygan. Emma Ndolo. Male organ. Hamdrick Paul, male organ. That's a man, right? Is he going to do it himself? (laughs) 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 Anne Minor, male organ. Um, 
Daniel Wei. Sex cream. Carol Wanjiku. Male organ. <laughs> Nicodemus Mbasi. Sex spray. Sex spray. Spray, spray. Yeah. Lois Wanjiku. Male organ. Benson Maina. <laughs> I should have just mentioned the Benson first. <laughs> Guess what? Male organ. <laughs> leader. Leader. Lydia. Guess the second name. Sex toy. <laughs> Anne. Selian. Sex toy. Sarah Chepkorir. Toy gun. <laughs> Margaret. Wambui. Male organ. Can you see the majority? Male organ. Women. Yeah. 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 Something is wrong with the world. You understand? Yeah. Hey, one of the fastest well doing business is sex toys. Oh, yeah. This is it. That's what we are as a people. You understand? Mandela, has your sex spray arrived? <laughs> there are so many texts around fatherhood, but not enough fathers. Fatherhood is the Voynich manuscript of our times. But fatherhood, if we are being modest here, is the greatest inheritance a man can live for. To end in his children. My people will tell you that the chicken says it looks up when drinking water because what kills it comes from the sky. Being vigilant does not constitute being fearful. The abiding thought is that Kenya has a fatherhood crisis. I disagree. He says, I disagree. And he ends by saying, you can't have crisis with something that does not exist. You get the point now? So anybody who tells you that being a man is the same as having an erection, deceived you. Fatherhood is a whole different ball game. There goes my Father's Day message. As to how to receive, you hear it in another series later. 
if I just read, they'll pretend they understood. They'll be doing this. Yeah, so I had to explain it and use it as the teaching. Yes. As for this one, you'll hear it in another message. How to receive a father. How to recognize and to receive a father. Yes. That's another thing altogether. You can choose to receive a father as a mere teacher. Or you can choose to receive him more than a teacher. Hey, listen to me. So, there's a problem right here. And let me round up by saying this. All these problems can be solved by one thing. Doing the right things. Young man, you're not ready for marriage. You're also not ready for relationship. Young lady, do the right thing. What is the right thing? You are not supposed to have sex with the person who says, I'm going to marry you. If you're doing the right thing and the young man is doing the right thing, everything gets better. We'll have young men that are hungry. Right now, I'm a Sheba. One of them is going to live here. There's a girl in a lingerie cooking chapati in the house. He's wondering why I'm wasting time. Do you understand? So he's not going to be in a hurry. That is how come somebody can live with somebody for 40 years and they have not married. And I'm telling you, the time to change this narrative is here. Listen, go to Kenya is moving close to South Africa. I don't know if it's because of the proximity. You go here. You get there. I don't know if that's why. The problem in South Africa is the same thing. So because of that, South Africa is filled with drugs. And all this is being perpetuated by the lack of this family structure. There's a wife and then there's a husband and then there's now children. You cannot, and I'll say to you, you cannot have one without the other. Ensure that you take what I'm saying to you seriously. To have one without the other is a recipe for disaster. If you have ears, you will hear what I'm saying to you. You are now in school. You cannot tell me I have a relationship. And when I ask you, say it's two years relationship. I mean, what is wrong with you? I do not believe that you can combine education, serious education and relationship. It can never work. One will suffer. One will suffer. You are in school. Focus and finish. Are you listening to me at all? Eh? This church we are, it's just that there's no other church around. That's why we are tolerating this man. You will not hear what I teach anywhere else. 
Thanks. How many scriptures have I quoted? Maybe none. But everything I've said to you is in the scriptures. When it's time for me and my son to talk, I'm going to ask him, did your mother give birth to you outside wedlock? When it's time for my son and I to talk, I'm going to ask him, were you told that I gave your mama belly? So after I don't give him belly, now make I go marry him. So that if he says daddy, I don't know, I'll slap him. Yes. Right? Yeah. If you don't know, you've not spoken to your uncle. You should ask your uncle, did my daddy bele my mama before Ingo Mariam? Your uncle will tell you the truth. Right? Yeah. Kenya. Christians in Kenya arise. Let us who say we know Christ start doing the right thing and society will start copying from us. Let's not be in the church and we are doing what society is doing. No. Let us who say we know Christ and we are in the church, let's start seeing the right things being done. And young man, young man, Young man, young man, you have had too much sex. It's enough. Retire. Retrace your step and do the right thing. Only a fool, he's on his way to Mombasa and he has reached Limuru and he's going towards Nakuru and he still believes he'll get to Mombasa. Only a fool. But the wise man says, "Uh -uh, I've missed the road. Don't go there. Let me... Do you understand? I was going to Naivasha and I ended up in South B. (laughs) How I ended up in South B is a miracle. Yes. I just saw Winner's Chapel. I said, ah, this is still Nairobi. That time I've traveled for how many hours? <laughs> Two hours. Thinking I'm arriving in Nakuru. I'm, 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 I am still here in South B. Imagine, I'll still continue. No, 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 I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. The back of South B will be what? If you pass Winners in front of you, you are going, where will I head up? I'll, I'll go to Jogo Road. Now, maybe that's when I'll go, get to Kagundo. That's where I say, eh. <laughs> but that day when I saw Winners Chapel, I didn't waste two more minutes. I quickly turned. Why? I will never get to where I was going. Yes. Yes. On that road. So young men, enough of the Perpetuated adolescence. Now show me you are a man, Eric. Yes. Show me you are a man. 
Show me you're a man. By the end of this year, show me you're a man. Come and marry. By, by February 2024, show me you're a man. Come and marry. I'm talking to the fathers. <laughs> show me you're a man. Mandela, enough of the perpetuated adolescence. Show me you're a man. Show me you're a man. I don't care how nicely your beard is designed. I don't care. Show me you're a man. Show me you're a man. I said, I don't care how nicely your beard is designed. Show me. I didn't mention your name. Show me you're a man. When I went to Accra, I had a beard product I used. So, when I was leaving, my son also has a beard. So, when I was leaving, he said, Daddy, can you leave this behind for me? He wants he want to shine. You know, he wants to shine. He wants to polish. I told him, no problem. Then I said, listen, don't focus on the beard. Yes, I told him. Me, I always, I always look for an opportunity to teach. I said, don't focus on the beard. I said, focus on your books. And I said, this product, when you have passed, me, I'll buy for you till you get tired. Because instead of focusing on the beard and you think he's a man, I'm pointing him, the beard doesn't make you a man. If you cannot buy the product yourself, you are not a man. You got the point now? So I told him, I leave it for you, but don't focus on the beard. Focus on why you are in school. When you are done, these ones, I'll buy for you 40 foot container if you want. Yes. Do you understand? So I don't care how they have shaped your beard. Show me you are. And I don't care if you don't have a beard. Stano. Still, show me a man. <laughs> so he spoke to the bearded people. So people, even if Jesus comes and rubs his hand, they won't get beard. Stano seems to be one of them. <clears throat> so with or without beard, still show that you're a man. Are you listening to me? This Father's Day, let us take our lives we're living seriously. And the choices we are making, young men, seriously. So that we don't add to the statistics of the already existing problems. Amen? You go to Central now, there are no men. You go to Muranga, Apple. There are no men. Women are the ones doing Kibarua. There are no men. One day, you will say, a prophet has been amongst us. Rise up on your feet. Lift up your two hands.
What do we pray for? Let's pray for God to heal. <laughs> Let's pray for God to heal our nation. Yes, the healing starts from the family level. Let's pray God heal our nation. Heal our land. Yes, I believe it's a powerful prayer. Lift your voice and ask God to heal our land. Ask him to heal our land. Ask him to heal our nation. So much we have done wrong. Heal our nation, Lord. Come on, church, lift up your voice. Let's intercede for the land. Let's intercede for the land. I cannot hear you. Lift your voice. Let's intercede for the land. Pray for the land. Pray for the land. Intercede for the land. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Come on, child of God, lift your voice and pray for the healing of families. Let's move to the healing of families. Let's pray for the healing of families. The healing of fathers. The healing of mothers. Let's pray for the healing of the family structure. Pray for the healing of families in the nation of Kenya. Come on, raise your voice and pray. Don't be afraid of who is by your side. Don't be ashamed. Lift your voice and intercede for the healing of families. For the healing of sons. Pray for the healing of sons. Yes, Lord. Let's pray for the healing of sons. Let's pray for the healing of sons. Sons become fathers. If the sons are not healed, they will not become good fathers. Pray for the healing of sons. Lift your voice and pray for the healing of sons. Pray for the healing of sons. Heal our sons, O God. Heal the sons of the soil, O God. Heal the sons of the nations, O God. Heal the sons. Heal Adam. Heal Adam. Heal Adam, O God. Heal Adam, O God. Let Adam be healed. Let Adam be healed. Pray for the healing of Adam. Pray for the healing of Adam. I cannot hear your voice. Child of God, intercede for the healing of Adam. Adam must be healed. Heal Adam, O God. In our nation, heal Adam. In our cities, heal Adam. In our communities, heal Adam, O God. Yakatombra de Sambala. Yekoli Adam Bakadiadai. Izandu Kabore Mariatai. Ereza Kasumbala Mantea. Ikabea Mamama. Ereko Sompaliai. Ikladuambra dos Kopalia. Imbele Kapele Mamamahana. Yesompo Legre. Rizuza Ze Pali. Katoma Lema Kataya. Ikandia Kaloza. Imbra de Lebe. Heal, O God. Adam in this nation. Let Adam be healed. Indo Braca Risto Bali Andabai. Ikale Malama Lamahamba. Ikandua Boscabia. Elabre de Seleabai. Indo Mataya. That Adam will be healed. Handa Copia Adea. Heal the young men of this 
this nation heal the young man of this church we pray for healing we pray for healing limba desa kuza bazadaria limbra da caperia dai isazuza sabazatulia imbra de caperia adalia mande ikopaya babai irata caporia bai lambra do somparia rekele mekapai la demele mahanda restore to us oh god what this nation has lost let there be a resurgence of young men that says we are healed young men that says adam is healed labe kadu bataya lizuzambazea igobadia kaparia heal our children heal our children heal our brokenness in the name of jesus lift your voice pray for the healing of adam 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 yezuma zeda zile abia katai rezuzantarie delia bahai heal adam o god anda lo mandega bai aduka posanda la mahai Yeshua bazizendele mekediai legratwa atai lomba kopa yekataya razusa talia andios brezika sumala mama yedoli ambadi akato rikadini mirianda bahai izazendele mekedia thank you lord Father, we thank you. Every young man here, lift your hands. Father, we receive healing. We receive healing. Let as many Adams that are guarded here today receive healing of the mind, receive healing of the soul. Receive healing of the spirit. Heal us, O God. Heal Adam, O God. And restore Adam to his rightful place. In your will and in your purpose. Enough of Adam being wayward. Heal Adam, O God. And as our hands are lifted today, heal us. Heal us. Heal us. Heal us. That we will not fail in our God-given assignment. Thank you for the healing that has come to us. Thank you for the healing of the nation. Thank you, Lord, that Adam's shall arise. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. (laughs) 
The Lord bless you. Please do have your seat. Praise the Lord. It's prophetic to know that the world is upside down today because Adam is not healed. It is prophetic to know that. Mothers must pray for the healing of sons. I must pray for the healing of Adam. The world is gone bonkers. Because Adam is not healed. Adam actually believes now that he can transform into a woman. He's broken. Adam wants breast. It's prophetic. The world is upside down because Adam is broken. May God help us. Amen. We have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the word of God preached by Apostle Raymond Tamaklaw. Do join either of our services at Love Springs International Church Headquarters this and every Sunday at 9 a.m. Connect with Apostle Raymond Tamaklaw on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. God richly bless you and lead you in a series of victories.